Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Oh, what are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls. Lorcas! Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entrails. Ta-ta. This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers! Welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. I hope you are equipped with your favorite well weapon of choice man this almost went really well and then i started stumbling uh we're talking about weapons today and we've got our patrons with us this is tom lotus is here as usual hey lotus how's it hey. going I, i'm i'm doing less well after that attempted <laughs> cringe intro, we do this live this is how yeah. this works we do yeah it live. usually there's no prep when one of us decides to make a really awkward joker segue so mm, or just stumbles over all words. real <laughs> it's all just real it's all real and uh real the real people who are with us today include i'm going to read out everybody's names and then you're all going to unmute yourself and make the sound of your favorite weapon we have ben of tamaria joining us rob the princess falcon with a box on and ak spartan joining us for our patron chat for november welcome everybody get ready to unmute yourselves ready here we go one, three two one Ow, my bones. So once touched the beacon. (laughs) (laughs) Ow, my bones. That's the sound of the weapon. (laughs) Nice. All right. I I don't know. Well, I'm, everyone's feeling a little goofy today. Um, we're talking about weapons. I, I have to bring this up as we were discussing what to talk about on the Discord. Everyone's like, "Yeah, let's talk about weapons." And like, okay, cool. So I just was like, I was curious. I was like, "What happens if you type in best weapons in Elder Scrolls in Google and you get this like list? You know how Google will take everything and consolidate mm-hmm. it into a list, so you don't even have to go to a website." Well, it listed for us. In the first three rows, we've got Mayrune's Razor, Mace of Molag Ball, and some of you might bring up some of these. Uh, Blood Skull Blade, the fourth one on the list, Sword. Ah, what classic sword? <laughs> classic sword, the the one of the best weapons in Skyrim. Just yeah. sword, Blade Super of Woe. Unique to the Elder yeah. Universe, it is kinda. <laughs> kinda. kinda. Yep. Super unique. Name, to the Elder name a weapon has done more for the world. <laughs> well, there are some specific the swords. Mirax sword, the dragon bane, ebony blade. So I thought that was hilarious. I shared it on the Discord. Um, yeah, but, it's very funny. But I've listed some of those out. I'm not sure if any of you will bring up those, but I want to hear which ones you think are the best weapons in any of the Elder Scrolls games. This can be Skyrim, of course, but it could be Elder Scrolls Online. Heck, it could be Daggerfall. If you came across a real badass weapon in an old game, We'd like to hear about it. So who would like to start us off? Rob? Uh, sure. You're, yeah, on, you're currently say. unmuted. I thought maybe that was a sign. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> weapon is the falling dagger from Daggerfall. Oh, so you um, are picking a Daggerfall no, weapon. I'm not. It was, was just a joke. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no falls. way. Well, I, I was going to say, supposedly there's that myth of the hammer fell where it's like, Volendrung, isn't that technically? The... Yeah. Well, there's questions. There's Volendrung, but it was like it got its name when that you know it fell from the sky and landed. I thought you were going to get all like weird and. So here's a perfect segue into my choice, which is a hammer. Okay. Uh, just but just it's not, hammer. It's not that hammer. Uh, oh. Well, I mean, it's the long hammer. 
that's is that's that a the euphemism? Is that something? Is that like a special name you <laughs> use for something else? My, no, <laughs> uh, Captain Hammer status there. Uh, no, uh, it, it is just the long hammer. Uh, it's it's a unique weapon in Skyrim. It's not a magical weapon by definition. Say, what is this? Skyrim yeah, long with this hammer? No, it's no. literally my favorite. Like it's so great. I don't know. What oh, this is. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now that I see it. Yes. So it's yes. it's technically like visually it's just like a style of like an orcish hammer, mm-hmm. but it's a unique orcish hammer that you get in the the liar's retreat or something. I think it's what it's called. Okay. Yep, liar's retreat near uh, the corpse yeah. of its owner, Rod, R A H D. Not yeah, not another says, euphemism, not like R O D. It even uh, has a line about him. I can't remember what the line is, but it has like something about Rod using the hammer before he died, um, and. I just like it because one, I love hammers in most like melee combat games because I love breaking people's skulls in. And if they're wearing a like suit of armor, they're like, "Oh, I'm invincible." I'm like, "Well, you're just tuna in a, in a can, and I'm going to blend you." <laughs> I'm just going to dent uh, so. you up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make I, that I armor love... impossible for you to get off. <laughs> and the long hammer is unique because it is uh, hammers in general hit the hardest in like most mundane weapons, but they are the slowest. That's their like compensation. Uh, the long hammer is not the slowest. It's a very fast hammer. You can swing it super quick. And so you can just mess people up really fast and hit them just as hard as a normal hammer would. And because the unique uh, weapon trait of it isn't uh, a, um an enchantment you can still in it fully enchant the weapon on top of that with whatever you want or leave it unenchanted if you don't want to do magic at all whatever you're pleasing it's just a really good hammer yeah and it weighs less too behind it it weighs less too that's what helps it swing faster Uh, and so (laughs) it doesn't even take up as much like actual carry space either Mm -hmm. i just love the simple like mundaneness behind the hammer and it's still like and game statistics wise it's literally probably the best weapon in game because most of the other really good weapons in game have a fixed enchantment already on them so you can't really make them any better whereas this one you can up your enchanting skill all to hell and then just make it 20 times better so now that we have discovered the best weapon i it's time to wrap up the show thanks Uh, for coming so okay this is like (laughs) I literally did not know this was a thing. <laughs> Go find it. It's so fun. After like 5,000 hours of flash, I had no, I must just grab this thing because it looks like an, it's, it's the same model as an Orcish Warhammer. I must mm-hmm. just stuff it in my pack, not pay any attention to the fact that it's worded slightly different and vendor this baby and have never noticed this. Cause it's, this is like blowing my mind currently. <laughs> it's kind of like when you find it, it's kind of like set up almost like a shrine. There's just a table in the middle of like this yeah, huge room. I, I actually looking at like a photo of where up. you would find it. And this totally even looks familiar. And I, I must think have it's like just in, never paid attention to what body this thing was. or something. Isn't that I right? guess this is the problem when you're it's a next to maniac and just steal everything that isn't nailed down. You tend not to look at all of it sometimes because it's like, well, I have 18,000 pounds of crap and I've been crouch walking with a, a with the bow <laughs> knocked just to get like one percent extra speed until i get back to town and then it's like oh man i'm just so crushed by this i don't care just give me the 55 cents it's worth and i'll get out of here i always just adjust the carry weight with the console command uh, okay i don't i don't do that that's what i do i'm just yeah, like no all right i, I if you crouch and knock a arrow in a bow, you get like two percent faster. So that's, that's how I get back. So to fast. That so when you so find it, fast. you find you find Rod on the table with like a Falmor sword in his chest, and then his hammer's just sitting right next to him. It's, yeah, it's next to him. And the the uh, the location is Liar's Retreat, which is in yeah. uh, the Reach. It's kind of. I don't know. It's in that little mountainous area between the two rivers, like the, where the river bends around. Mm-hmm. If, well, that's awesome if you because I learned something on this show already. Yeah, mechanically, <laughs> so, like one of the best weapons in the game. And also, it's just one of the most fun for me because you just, I love crushing things and doing to be able to crush things really fast is just awesome. Yeah, it's, I know. Speedy crushings. I know you like orcs too, like Orsimer. Yes. That's, that's a thing. So, Orsimer, <laughs> big, fast swinging hammer. It kind of it really fits. I, I like orcs for the same reason why I like hammers, because they're both really good at crushing skulls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> OK, uh, let's open this up. You guys are you, <laughs> any of the rest of you familiar with this weapon? Is this 
something absolutely not but uh this just makes me hate the thalmor even more nice why you said I mean, a thalmor I... sword goes through his chest like no thalmor Oh, Falmer. I thought you said Thalmor. And that's like Falmer? No. Falmer? Yeah, Falmer? It's a, Falmer? It's a it's a bandit cave that uh, was unknowingly connected to like a, a like the Falmer hive, I guess. Uh, okay. And so the Falmer. the Falmer come out and it's actually there's a story behind the whole area. Like there's uh journals and diaries you can pick up. And there's like this ongoing feud. Like the bandits found out there was Falmer there and didn't leave. They're like, no, we're holding our ground. And they tried to like defend it. They lost. They, they lost hard. Bummer. They all died. Bummer, dude. This is the first <laughs> time I realized that Falmer and Thalmer were so similar in the way that it's, they sound. I've gotten that mixed up listening to other podcasts. That is, like, it is, is it weird. Thalmer or Thalmor? Right. It's, it's close. <laughs> They're both close. Um, all right. Anybody other thoughts on this one? Falcon, Spartan? Did anyone know that it existed? Because no. I was going to say, does anyone else know about this except you? Actually, is just what I'm, I'm curious on. Very happy that I'm like showing the world this weapon. I right? love this weapon so much. I feel like I remember coming across it, but I don't feel like I realized how special it would be. So it, it probably just got sold or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the first one, the long hammer, and I feel like that should be your nickname from now on, Rob the <laughs> oh. long hammer. Mike might be some terms of service with that. We'll I, feel like that's, uh, I feel like that's a nickname for a different website. <laughs> well, you may have some hobbies on the side. We don't. We may not. We may not. I'm not allowed to display them publicly. <laughs> All right. Who would like to go next? Who has another weapon? Ben. Sure. Um, so, like, even though I despise the quest and how you get the how you get this weapon with a burning passion in my soul, and I'm pretty sure everybody does. Uh, but Dawn, uh, Dawnbreaker, Dawnbreaker, yeah, yeah, the yep. glowy uh, sword, I, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that sword. I despise the quest so readily much. <laughs> uh, but like, it's like one of the most useful things to use in Skyrim because you're constantly going into crypts, going against Draugr, and the thing literally wipes out Draugr's like no tomorrow. Yeah, I also love the design of the hilt. It's mm -hmm. super unique it's looking. Very I round. That was, yeah, I yeah. always thought that was really cool. And I don't know, I guess since we're doing weird things like learning about Longhammer, um, <laughs> do you guys know the glitch where you can get, well, I, it might have been patched at this point where you can get two of them. Yeah, I feel like you brought this up on the show before, but yeah, yeah. I yes. think that's still in the game. Is it? I, it is. It's my favorite it thing still. to do. Yeah, if you just shout it off the pedestal, it throws one against the wall, and then you can still take it out of the pedestal. So Funny enough, too. I've never done the glitch. It was the uh, Draugr that's... Oh, did he, it, did he it yell shouted, it off? <laughs> he yelled it off, and it uh, duplicated. That's really it, yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, it was an it's like, oh, there's two. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, sweet. Which dual wielding those things is ridiculous. There's a really funny meme about that because it happens so often. I like people made memes about that interaction. And it was actually a second reference to Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog movie, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, a scene from that movie where Neil Patrick Harris's character is like, trying to hit on a girl. I was like, oh, weird. I ordered one smoothie, but they gave me two. And <laughs> it replaces it with two Dawnbreakers. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that that was referencing Skyrim back when I saw That's that. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's so cool. Uh, ben, I love that. <laughs> how do you feel about uh, wielding uh, a weapon of Meridia? Is that... I mean... Meridia is one of the very few Daedric princes that I'm okay with because they're not like inherently evil. Yeah. Like overtly, maybe overtly that, yeah. is the right word. Yeah, maybe overtly, overtly. evil. Overtly yeah. evil. There we go. Because I do um, think she is inherently evil. <laughs> oh, she is evil, but like according to Skyrim, she's the only nice one. Like that's, that's how true. they describe well, it. Her freaking heck, an ESO. She's was, also like one of the few nice ones. I was gonna say an ESO. Oh, look how great she is. Yeah, don't pay any attention to all this other stuff. No, no, she's super great. It's like, is she? Well, you catch well, more flies like with honey, so yeah. it, that might just be her technique is being nice in order to get what she wants yeah, yeah. she's like more pro enslavement than molag ball is in the yeah, it is funny that you say that because it's something that's sort of overlooked where it's like 
she's not like, oh, I want to have a bunch of slaves so I can dominate them. It's no, you have far too much free will. I'm just going to take that away real quick. And it's like, <laughs> oh, wow, that's really messed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, so does that give you any pause, Ben, about using a weapon of hers? Do you feel nah. this is one of those things that like <laughs> I, I especially playing through Skyrim back when it came out and starting to understand the Daedra and the fact that they've imbued these weapons with power. There was a certain part of me that always felt like, OK, if I'm going to use this thing that some Daedra made, does that make me more likely to I don't know, be somehow involved with the things that they're actually doing or more likely to be like pulled into their plans, you know, like, I don't know, maybe it's like remnants of, of the thought of like wielding the one ring in the Lord of the Rings. It's something like that, right? Like, is this going to corrupt me in some way? Is this going to be used against me or am I going to be using it in ways that I think are good, but they're going to be turned against me like that kind of thing. You ever feel that way when using like Daedric weapons? No, because my soul is tied to Akatosh, so that I don't care. <laughs> okay. I, I, I like to treat that like case-by-case case scenario, depending on how I want to role-play that character. That's because, also like, true. Officially, there is not an answer, so it's like, well, just do whatever you feel like your character would uh, feel like. Right. And I have uh, characters that like specifically are sworn to kill all undead, and like, okay, well, they'll risk using a little bit of Daedric power length via weapons in order to use that against undead. If that means, you know, the, the ends justify the means, but they're not going to then like straight up make a deal with a Daedra and sell their soul because that's a difference. Right. I kind of feel like if I'm using the things that they put into the world, then it makes me more likely for them to come after me later and say something like, well, now that you've used my weapon to accomplish the things you want, you have to do this for me. You know, like that kind of thing. It's almost like I'm uh, incentivizing into some sort of bargain without necessarily realizing it. Like it's going to be used against me. Like this power is not going to come for free. At some point, I'm going to have to pay the piper. And I know that that doesn't necessarily play out in a lot of like the scenarios and the way the games work, but there's that feeling of like, yeah, there's that threat getting <laughs> something for free. Like at what point am I going to owe them back? And what's that? going None of the weapons you get for free. You do have to do something for each stage of Prince. I don't know. I, I guess we'd have to go through a whole list of like, that you have to quest for them. Yeah. In order right. Right. That and makes then, the bond stronger now the only exception would be her scene her scene owns your owns your soul regardless because you become a were creature so kind of to that nah, point, I just skip that. <laughs> so kind of to that point like it's it's interesting because most of the time when you do whatever the the daedric artifact quest is you as a side effect are kind of referred to as their champion so right. like you kind of yeah. already like sealed some type of pact with them but it is funny because like in the end it, I, I mean how much soul is there to really go around when you're walking around with 16 daedric <laughs> artifacts and it's like it's <laughs> right, okay you right. fine you know what you want my soul come and get it and then just let them fight it out <laughs> that's the that, that's gonna that's the idea that's the plot for the next elder scrolls game is that which like I we mean, think the rumble for uh the, the i mean i have dragon souls they can take it's like we think that it's going to be something, but the real plot is you do something for all the Daedric princes and then they all try to cash in on your soul at the same time. And it creates conflict where they all have to fight each other in order to try it to come try to get Daedric your soul. Prince WWE Smackdown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the third act is just storage wars. <laughs> Man, that would I be mean, amazing. in uh, Magic the Gathering, there's a character Liliana who has to deal with like seven different demon princes chasing after her because she promised her soul to every single one of them. That's pretty fun amazing. story. That's great. That's great. That's what I want to see. I want to see like conflict because of that. Uh, like, but, like the the Dawnbreaker also just looks really cool because like fun fact again, mechanically speaking in Skyrim, the silver swords that you can just get from the silver hand, you can just like mm -hmm. lift those off the dead body. Those like the difference in damage between the silver sword and Dawnbreaker when you look at how they deal against undead. Yep practically the same yeah they're almost the but same thing Dawnbreaker looks cool as hell yeah yeah exactly Dawnbreaker just it, got the see, makes fire explosions am i the yeah, only yeah. one i, I, I do think, love that little fire effect yeah. i think i'm the only one who's just kind of eh about the design really oh you're not a big fan i mean it's all right it's fine i mean maybe i now, don't like it like, i think looking, it looks a bit silly 
Yeah. All right. So we the, got two the fact that it doesn't actually really have a you know like a a hilt or whatever. Like it's. it's oh, I like think a, the swords in Skyrim, like, kind of in general, look silly. They're a bunch of whacking like, paddles. Not. I was gonna say swords. like too too like unrealistic type of deal or. Yeah, they're just so fat and. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are kind and of just big boned. Fat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, they're big boned. That's it. Right, right. And the weights are weird because swords actually are pretty light. Like they need to be light for you to uh, be able yeah. to swing them. Yeah, everything's too heavy. Like a, a ten pound sword or a twelve pound right. sword. I'm like, bro, I have a long sword right next to me. I, yeah, this it, thing it, is like three pounds. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's what's so funny about it. it. Was like, dude, talking about a ten pound sword. It's like, okay, so you have a sledgehammer, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like, you can't. I mean, I literally sledgehammer that I use war. in my yard, right. and it's. 20 pounds it's like that is not something you just twirl around right you can't go you can't march into battle and be expected to fight you know you know arm like face to face with other people for any considerable amount of time with a weapon that weighs more than just a few pounds like you would wear yourself out everyone has those massive weapons it evens out i guess so yeah i guess every swings and then blocks out in the morning yeah every battle lasts five minutes and then everyone's just like (laughs) oh god my arms oh Everyone's just built like a truck and has huge shoulders. Yeah, yep. yeah, but no endurance. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's how World of Warcraft works and why everybody has such big shoulders. Oh, big shoulders! Everybody's just swinging those really big. Uh, all right, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. That's probably it. Uh, and, okay, any other thoughts on Dawnbreaker? Are we done talking about Dawnbreaker? Anybody else? I, I'm I'm pro Silver Sword personally, but Dawnbreaker is still pretty cool. All right. I mean, I do like the glowing part. I do like the fact that it's like yeah. glowy and fiery and like I that's feel like cool. if I compared Plus, its design today, I'd be like, eh, it's kind of mid. But back then, like that was the coolest thing out there. Plus, it's really cool combo with Spellbreaker. The oh. shield, yeah. It is. Wink. 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 Combo. <laughs> Lotus doesn't like that one at all. No, I don't like that one at all. Not, it, not, not at all. <laughs> Spoilers. That's going to be mine. <laughs> is that a weapon? It is when you hit somebody in the face with it. I, mean, I guess you can bash. Respect that answer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Captain yep, America. No. Bashing is totally yep. part of it. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, let's take a quick break because we're about halfway through the show. We're going to go thank our patrons and then we'll be right back. To talk with Falcon and Spartan about their favorite weapons. So don't go anywhere. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. This is Hamish Morak, Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. All right, here we are. Sorry you missed last week. It was Thanksgiving night. Which is when we normally record the show, and then everything was just busy. So Lotus, and I was going to say, trying it. to squeeze that episode in was really not happening amongst everything else. Yeah, yeah, things were very busy. So I apologize for missing a week. Uh, hope everybody's doing well, and thank you to people who have signed up, who are new patron members. We have uh, Belly Peritus, Peritus. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, Nikki R. Elithek, uh, Elith. Oh, I think it's Eli the cool guy. Oh, I figured it out. It's like Leet speak. Eli the cool guy. Nailed it. And uh, Pibman Jr., welcome to the Patreon. Hope you are enjoying the ad-free episodes or whatever else you're getting, depending on which tier you signed up for. Also, we have to shout out our Daedric Princes, uh, 
Belli Paritas. Please let me know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, because <laughs> I'm going to have to like... read your name multiple times if you stay at this tier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kira and Shiogorth Sweet Roll. These are our Daedric Princes. They get shout outs every week. Thank you so much. And to all 122 of our current patrons. Holy moly. Thank you for Yikes. your support. And, uh, and Lotus, we're getting close to the end of the year. We're getting close to. We are. We're actually only about two and a half months away from entering year six of the podcast which wow. is crazy to think about. Um, <laughs> that's, so that's coming up. Yeah, lots of crazy stuff. Mind-blowing. Yeah, mind-blowing. And we do have a new review that came in. Just a reminder, if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it out on a future episode of the show. This one comes from Austintanius95. I nailed that one. Uh, from the United States, he writes, Jigalag is free. Now, let me, everyone let me know what you think about this. It's been a couple months since I started listening, and I have to say, deep dives into fantasy and video game lore are what I live for, and you guys do a great job of making it engaging and entertaining. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad. Also, I have been waiting 266 episodes for this. The hero of Kavach broke Jigalag's Daedric curse. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Elder Scrolls 6 plot teaming up with the other princes to stop a Grey March on all the realms of Oblivion and Mundus. What? Ooh. What do you think about that? That is correct. That, yeah. I I, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I I like it. <laughs> I mean, at least at least at surface value, that that could make, that could be really cool because, I, I mean, prior to, Jigalag was basically causing uh, enough of an uproar in and amongst all the other princes that they were concerned. That would be kind of interesting if it ended up like going full circle and coming back as him being a threat again. Yeah. You know, what would be even crazier is if you have an oblivion game save and it knows what your character looks like and the hero of Kavach pulls in the character, the weird oblivion shaped character into oh, this man. new it's Elder Scrolls six, like yeah. high tech, potato good looking head and all right. Yeah. Potato oh, head all right. and all, especially if you made like a really dumb looking character and then they show up and they're like, Oh, it's the hero of Kavach and they're back. And you're like, what the crap is this? That was in a, in a less ridiculous way. That I thought that was neat in mass effect originally when it, you could bring your character from, one to two. Mm-hmm. It was just weird enough that I was like, something's off, but like it was close. It was close. It was close. <laughs> it, it was close. Uh, some translated better like, than others. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I do feel like it would be really funny. It's just like, and potato time. It's like, uh, wow. All right. Somebody is really from another era. But especially the if they go really DLC, dark. It's really like set it up for that. Yeah. Especially if they go really dark and they're like sinister, like they're, they're, they are the main villain or something or one of the big villains. And yet they're like potato head. That would be amazing. Yeah. Just look completely ridiculous. It's like, yeah. it turns out after all this time, how errors are actually determined are by the graphical stylings in life at the time. And that's how they determine the errors. The <laughs> like the world, the, like the world actually <laughs> the changes. The world gets uglier or like, less ugly. Like when little kids are like, uh, Grandma, when did the world have color? <laughs> because they see all the <laughs> yeah, old exactly. black and white photos. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was very pixelated. Yeah, let's just change it up like that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for leaving the reviews. And also, uh, thank you to those of you who are sharing your Spotify wrapped. Those have been going around. We've yeah, those been, are always fun. People are like, yeah, I've got like, you know, I don't know, a thousand hours of listening to you. And we're like, holy moly, that's amazing. Yeah. Free show we were talking about uh, the, the fact that we've had a couple where they've broken the thousand hour mark in one year of listening. It's like, oh, wow. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's, <laughs> Is, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but oh my God. Yeah, that's really cool. So thank you for sharing those and all of that stuff. We love the community. You're, this community is awesome. Thanks for being here. All right, let's move on. We've got more weapons to talk about. Here we go. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, dear child of cities. That is why the Night Mother loves you. Thanks, Night Mommy. All right, who wants to go next? Falcon or Spartan? <laughs> I call her the Night Mommy because we're real close. I can go. Spartan, Perfect. what weapon? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, so I was going to talk about the Champion's Cudgel, uh, another Warhammer. Uh, that is, pr- I'm pretty sure it's an Imperial Warhammer. Um, when I looked on when I looked online, it said there were Imperial symbols on the side, but that is the one from uh, the Dragonborn DLC 
where uh, the effect on it is uh, there's a 50% chance for all three elements to pop damage, like frost, lightning, and flame when you hit enemies, which that is why it's my favorite weapon, because when all three of those pop at the same time, because they can pop, it's a 50% chance on each so there's a chance that you get one of the three or none of the three or all three of the three. And when you get all three of the three, I mean, it, it's very fun. I mean, it's a giant explosion of elemental damage coming out of a Warhammer. So I, that's that's my favorite weapon for if, sure. If I remember how to do math right, <laughs> then that means that there's a one in eight chance, I think, of all three popping at the same time. I don't know. Which is good enough for me. Way, Does but... it work that way? Isn't it? It's like 50% times 50% times 50%, right? Is that how that yeah. works? Well, I think it's times, which well, is it would different. be a half times a half equals a fourth times a half equals an eighth. This is now the math cast. I'm sorry. Welcome I made to the show. Uh, yeah. But either way, it's it's something like that. It's yeah. enough. It's probably somewhere in that vicinity, which means that it triggers fairly regularly, especially if you're in a big fight with lots of people like swing the thing enough. Eventually, it's just going to pop. Right. Which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I also like that because you get it from the um, the I think it's called the March of the Dead. Yeah, March of the Dead questline, which is like the it starts in um, uh, Raven Rock with the um, the whatever the creatures the they're like the smoldering they're like the I don't know they're like they look like Draugr kind of but they're like the yeah, smoldering they're little, like magma creatures yeah they're like things. the magma guys I, yeah, that are I only on Solstheim Ashbon Ashbon yeah, thank you yes, there it is yes. I'm like no, that's, that's, yes, spacing you. on their name thank you no yeah. I was not going to remember that um, but when you have to investigate like where the Ashbon are coming from at the end of that quest line you fight a, an old general and you get the Warhammer and I think that quest line is cool too so that's why I like it too yeah yeah that's cool so the base damage is 24 Plus, it can do 25 points of all three of those elements. So if all three of those elements proc, that's 75 damage plus 24. That's 99 damage on just one hit that that, that can I, do. Um, I also just really like the design of this thing. Uh, I re-looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, the design of that thing, I, I just think it has a really cool like style to it. Uh -huh. um, it looks like it's it real good for opening cans and then like tenderizing yeah, meat and, like it's a meat tenderizer really making sure that nail is in the door yeah i don't even remember how it looks it's just my favorite weapon to disenchant it's <laughs> is it oh yeah because <laughs> i was gonna say because you can pull the enchantments off it right yeah it's when i was talking back about how oh, i like long hammers because you can still also enchant it this yeah take my the favorite chaos enchant off it <laughs> this is my favorite enchantment to put on the long hammer interesting so. wow so combo <laughs> them interesting mm -hmm. but the front of it like has that big it's like a kind of a rectangular flat surface with the little bumps which makes yeah. it look like a meat, like a tenderizer. meat tenderizer yeah it's like a meat tenderizer um yeah. also speaking oh, about weights man. this thing weighs 27 <laughs> 27 so pounds that's what i mean like try to swing that thing i hope you hit the first time because it's going to take you a couple seconds to lift it back up yeah that's like <laughs> trying to for the rest of the day yeah that's like trying to swing a kindergartner <laughs> at somebody right like yeah i, I suppose that over and over again gardener is a weapon sure. don't don't pick up children and swing them as weapons it's please please don't do that as we're displaying right now as a gauge actually boots my dog weighs less than this hammer so mm -hmm. like i could literally use her as a weapon and it would be easier to swing than <laughs> not that i would swing her around but <laughs> also she's very fluffy so i don't really think that would do anything except maybe put people to sleep it'd but, be very soft <laughs> yeah it's a very sizzling like i've got a point of teeth at the end yeah Continue yeah exactly damage. but that's <laughs> but yeah that's that's what 27 pounds good lord yeah, that's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. No, that's really cool though. Uh, Spartan, do you have any other thoughts on this? No, I, I just, I just think it's fun, especially when it all, when it all pops at the same time. Because then, I mean, there's not, there's not much that stays standing in the way of that when you get all, all three of those plus the base damage. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Anybody else? Any other thoughts on this one? It does look cool. I looked up what it looks like, and yeah, that's that's a pretty cool looking hammer. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It, yeah, it's, I really it's like cool the design, design of that thing. Yep. All right. Falcon, looks like you're up. What's your weapon? Uh, gloves of the uh, pugilist? Pugilist. Pugilist. Pugilism pugilist. is, is yes. punching. Pugilism means punch. Yes, yes. You yeah. get off of uh, gain the fist. And yeah. The, uh, 
railway. Yes. Yep. Yep. I unarmed runs are maybe my favorite because you just don't see those animations ever because no one you know uses sure unarmed. So it's it's fun to see the dragonborn just pull like a WWE move on someone and. I was going to describe it the exact same way, especially when they do it to a, like a dragon. You can like put the like put the dragon in a chokehold and then yeah, snap yeah, it's their so neck. cool. Just like body slam the dragon. Yeah, that's yeah. So this is these are cool weapons because of anybody who's been in the ratway has come across these, right? Like you, you oh, pick yeah. them up pretty early, and most people aren't doing a punching build, and so you probably just sell them or whatever. Uh, but they still weigh two pounds. <laughs> These are pretty heavy gloves. <laughs> pretty heavy glove. Well, the thing that it, so I don't sell them. Actually, this is one of the few things I do hang on to because if I I, I play the difficulties kind of erratically type of thing, I kind of as I level up, I like to just keep cranking the difficulty so that it stays somewhat competitive for a while until it's just like okay, now nothing stops my character. But um, whenever you have like a bar fight related thing, if I know it's coming. I always like to have these with me because it's just like way easier to do any of that, especially if you're on like master or legendary difficulty. These make a world of difference. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just sitting there for like a literal five minutes healing yourself in a brawl. Yes. Punch, punch, run, heal, punch, punch, run, heal, punch. But yeah, these these streamline that quite a bit. And yeah. you can disenchant I, these and disenchant it further on another pair of gloves. I was about to say, I very rarely do keep the actual item i usually disenchant it because the uh, heavy armor perk uh tied to doing unarmed damage does not apply to these because it's light armor, i think it's hide so it's light yeah, armor. yeah they're light armor yeah yeah so i disenchant it and then throw it on like whatever my heavy armor at the time is that's smart that makes sense because then you can go exact heavy armor punch and build stacks and you're doing like 45 unarmed damage and if you have a better enchanting skill, then that extra 10 points of damage goes up to like an extra 30 points of damage, depending on yep. your enchanting skill. Yeah. And then you're, and you're basically hitting like a truck at that point. It just gets ridiculous. And yeah. then with the anniversary edition, didn't they add gloves with like spikes yes. on them? Yes, they did. To make it look yeah. cooler. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't actually know that. Yeah. These are cool. These, I mean, it's one of those... You come across certain weapons on playthroughs more often than other weapons, depending on where you're going. The Ratway is kind of mm-hmm. a common thing to do because of the Thieves Guild and all of that. Uh, so you come across these a lot, but they're not one of those weapons that I think about very often. You know, it's just I'm like, oh, yeah, these are here. Yeah. And that's fine. But yeah, absolutely. That ends up being some of the most useful things. Oftentimes it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just standard useful, but it's not like flashy. So it doesn't come to mind first. Like. Right. I probably would have chosen this as my favorite if I had remembered. I forgot about them because they are kind of forgettable. But yeah, 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 yeah. they totally yeah, are. They're just kind they're of not useful that. to have. And they're also not like, I guess, technically a weapon. They are. Yeah. Armor. Same argument that Lotus made with a spellbreaker, though. Right. It's like, I mean, it, you yeah. can make most things into a weapon if you try hard enough. <laughs> it's a that's, weapon. If you're, that's Lotus's you know, mantra. <laughs> Watch out. Don't even give him a glass of milk. Everything's a weapon. <laughs> that's, that's generally just my mantra through life, regardless of the scenario. Show you a milk drink. He's like, he's like the John Wick of the Elder Scrolls uh, community. Like, he killed him with a pencil. Um, the other thing about these is because they are so mundane, they just look like these leather gauntlets, right? Like right. they're just gloves. They're not even gauntlets. They're just gloves. Uh, what would be amazing is if they glowed or did something, something stupid. Um, I'm sure there's a mod out there that does that. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a fun idea if you're punching somebody in the face to also be blinding them with your fists while punching them in the face. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I could I could go with that. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. So that's this is a good one, Falcon. Any other thoughts on this from any, anybody? I just love blunt, damaging weapons. The animations tied to them are so much more like entertaining. Like swords and axes are cool, but you're cutting your enemies open, you're stabbing them to death. I'd rather just beat them down. That's why <laughs> I like the crush. hammers. I like and the the unarmed fist is just yes. I, I want to crush my enemies. I love it. I love it. Skyrim Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's not actually killing anyone. He's just hurting them. <laughs> they just go to sleep. Sure. Yeah, yeah they just go just to sleep. Sleeping. 
Yeah, that guy that just dropped off the building, that Batman didn't kill him. Have you seen mm. that uh, college humor skit where Batman just thinks they're always going to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They're just sleeping. They're just sleeping. Uh, There's a battering in his head. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lotus, are we talking about a shield? Is that is that where you're going? Yeah, so, so my, my favorite weapon, because I actually, it, it's funny, I, Honestly, it didn't even cross my mind that that wouldn't be considered a weapon because it's like a holdable thing that I consider like part of it. But yeah, I, I guess theoretically, like it's also outside bashing. It's much more of a defensive thing, but I guess that's kind of par and parcel with my play style anyways. Um, but sh- yeah, Spellbreaker is definitely like, I would say my favorite weapon um, if you consider a shield a weapon, which I do. Um, just because other than the aesthetic itself looking really cool and pretty weird, like it's almost like yeah okay it's got the dwemer aesthetic thing to it but it's it really almost doesn't fit the aesthetic to a lot of the game it's weird like it sort of looks like a satellite dish and has for quite some time um and it's always looked weird no matter how like no matter what rendition of it you get in any game it always sort of looks pseudo it as ugly I, ugly is a, ugly. a wrong way of explaining it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, don't get in a fight yeah. with Lotus. He'll kill yeah. you with whatever is nearby. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just love that thing. I think it's really unique and it's, I never really don't find it to be useful because again, being able to m- just essentially absorb anything people are throwing at you to a degree and it changes based on game um to an extent i really like the fact that it kind of just like nullifies people trying to use magic against me so that i can just cleave them up that makes it way more fun um the only negative to it is the ridiculous dialogue that is now associated with it from the dungeon scale callers peak uh from eso because My shield yeah um so <laughs> that was notoriously one of the hardest dungeons in eso for quite some time uh years ago now i mean you've kind of outpowered it um but that dungeon is sort of a fan favorite everybody likes that dungeon and it's very periate based which is interesting because perry largely sucks um so (laughs) having a really cool weapon is is a huge plus um but yeah the dialogue from the person who has it she's a um former dragon priest her voice is insufferable and she's throwing the shield around the field and stuff like that and it's just feel spellbreakers might it's like all right shot no more no more speaking <laughs> like we can't be doing this like that is rough um so that puts a bit of a damper on the mystique of my favorite weapon <laughs> bummer dude by insufferable yeah. you mean like it's so pleasant that you will never suffer I it's 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 sure yes you know what it turns out I love that sound <laughs> it's it's so pleasant that he will never hear anything ever again that would hurt yep, his ears um but I did kind of have a uh, just one honorable mention that I wanted to do because I didn't consider this not a weapon <laughs> so <laughs> I had an honorable mention of something that's an artifact that. I feel could turn you into a weapon as opposed to it being a weapon itself. And it's a Morrowind thing. It's They're called the boots of blinding speed. Do <laughs> um, okay. anybody who doesn't know what they are? They're, they're boots that literally make you blind. You go so fast. So your screen goes black and you just slam into things. Um, you need to basically <laughs> cast resistance spells and stuff to be able to even try to navigate with them. But I didn't choose that because you know, it's kind of ridiculous, but I always thought those things were really funny to just imagine somebody putting them on and torpedoing through people unintentionally, like a literal human torpedo, because it's like max speed, but you have no idea what you're doing the entire time. Right. Like the flash out of control, just like yes. running or, through you know, people. The, the scene from the boys. Yeah, 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 yes. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. There you go. Exactly. So exactly. I always thought that was kind of funny because... I used to use that a lot when I was just looking for things to do in my Morrowind playthrough. And it was just like, I, I thought it was a shame that in Morrowind, you don't have all the wacky Havoc engine stuff that you have in the new games. 
and I wish you did because I, it just seems like it would be absolutely ridiculous slamming into things, either doing impact damage or just hurling them into the distance and stuff. Dude, I hope this isn't like Skywind. <laughs> that would be amazing. I also wonder if that's like a like a limitation of the engine. Like they were like, we want to make you go real fast, but we can't load things fast enough. So yeah. let's just blank out the like, screen. Do you think they just teleported the character? Well, so it's funny. Um, if you actually use them in game, this is not what I intended to bring us on a boots of blinding speed tangent, but <laughs> um, you can actually cast stuff to ne- like minimize the effects of it. Like night eye helps casting magic or resistance on yourself helps. And you can sort of see while doing it. <laughs> so like, it's like, so it's, so it's like running around at fast speeds while like suffering like some sort of eye disease. Where, yes. You know, well, like cataracts yeah, or something. It's literally just like grainy, like super zoomed yeah. in, just trash. Right. Realistically, so like, that's about as good as your vision would ever be if you didn't have or, goggles. Right. Yeah. Or <laughs> being super drunk. Or being super <laughs> drunk. Exactly. But yeah, no, there are ways to kind of minim- minimize the effects of it. So you can see what it looks like if you want to do that. Um, it's just you got you to fight the boots. That's so weird. I was half expecting Ben to choose Silver Sword because, you know, the Witcher. Ah, oh, yeah, Silver Sword. That would make sense. Not 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 in Elder Scrolls, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good weapon against undead. It's I mean, especially if you're playing like Oblivion and you need a weapon to actually hit a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Know? I like, do wish they'd bring that back. That's yeah. Sorry for another day, but I thought that was cool too. All right. So I've got I've got a weapon to wrap us up. We're getting close to the end of the show. Um What do you got? I'm going I'm I mean, this is milk toast compared to some of the stuff you guys have come up with. <laughs> uh but you know, you can't go wrong with the blade of woe. Especially okay. when you're being a sneaky well, stabby. Say, if you say s- number four sword, I'm not <laughs> number <be> four <laughs> sword. Can't go wrong with sword. <laughs> Google sword lists it. Specifically. Google lists it as one of the best weapons in Skyrim. It's fourth on the list. And you know what? I agree. <laughs> sword. I mean, you get one right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> it's it's with me always. No, I, to be fair, the Blade of Woe was actually really cool. So yeah, I can understand why you, I, I can understand why you would pick it. I mean, I like Dark Brotherhood stuff. I like sneaky stuff yep. i like the sneaky stabby stuff and the fact that it just sucks people's health out of them into you it's pretty cool i mean and you yep. can literally cut them with all that edge cut them with all that edge the design though is also very unique yeah, yes it's, it is it's cool looking. So, interesting one of the things that i always find uh kind of strange with the blade of War, what do you think about uh Mayroon's razor um, i always I always find those very like mm-hmm. similar, like in aesthetic. That, that's type the of dual thing. wield build. That's, <laughs> that's the dual wield build. Yeah. So the, the, here, the difference is uh, Marin's razor uh, hits have a small chance to instantly kill. Yeah. No. Which is d- nice. Yeah, it immediately sends right. their soul to oblivion. So it's just yeah, that's it's more offensive, and then absorbing ten points of health is more defensive. Right. It's much right? more so defensive. Having sure. both also like totally siphoning their life essence. So like right. yeah, aura wise, they're very similar. One's trapping your soul, the other one's siphoning their life essence. Right. You know, and going back to uh, like every time we talk about these things, I try to remember the first time I played through. Like, what was my feeling about these things like coming across Mayrun's razor in Skyrim having already played Oblivion gives me a bit of the I mean it it's silly to say that this gives me the heebie-jeebies but the blade of blade of woe doesn't for some reason <laughs> but there's something about like mm, that's that's a Mayrun's Dagon thing I'm oh. I'm gonna hard pass on that. Oh, okay. That's but, a different direction than I. Thought but you know, Dark that. Brotherhood, Sithis, whatever. It's sure, fine. cool. Okay, creepy, creepy. When you said That's that fine. gave you the heebie-jeebies, I, so I, I brought it up because again, I find them kind of like related. They're not the same thing, obviously, but like related. Um, I won't use Mayrun's razor, not because of lore reasons, but because one of the times I was using it, the thing had a percent chance to reflect and I oh. sent myself to oblivion oh. and just immediately died game over, <laughs> nice. um, which is an effect I did not know could happen until it happened to me. And I was like, well, F that I ain't using this thing anymore. What if somebody That's hilarious. has reflect? Wow. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Okay. So one, one last thing before we wrap this up, how much do you think each of these things weigh? How much do you think without looking, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Oh, how much daggers? How much does the blade of woe weigh? Seven pounds. I'm going to say three. I feel like daggers were like two or three. 4.5. Okay, so 2.5. Ben is right. 
the blade of woe is seven pounds. How much do you wow. think? How do you think? How much do you think? Is he a seven pound dagger? <laughs> how much do you think Mayrune's ra- razor weighs? Probably like 10. 4.5. Yeah, I was going to say 4.5. I'm going to just say the same answer I said a second ago yeah. with Ben because Ben was right. Three. Three pounds. <laughs> what? Close. Okay. Yeah, this the whole weight thing I, is just so random. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Looks which like one? All that extra weight is stored in oblivion. Which one do you think does more base damage? This is without enchantments or anything else going on. Blade of uh, blade of woe. Yeah, I think the blade of woe would because I think the gimmick to Mayrun's razor is the fact that it's fine, but it can one shot. Okay, so how much do you think they do? Like number wise, blade of woe I think is what I think nine and ten. Oh wait, no, base damage is probably less than ten because I think a sword is ten. Uh, yeah, I'd say I want to say nine is blade of woe. I, I, I would go with eight unless it's ESO, in which Ooh, it's whatever my opponent is because it auto so kills them. It might be above a base sword because it's a magic dagger. Nah, I'm I'd gonna go, stick with eight. I'm gonna go ten. All right, no, nobody got it. Falcon, Falcon overshoots. Twelve. Blade of Wood does twelve damage. <laughs> okay, Mayrun's wow. razor does Price eleven. Right rules I win. It's eleven. Wow. They're only one off. Intr- wow, I'm surprised. I, I would have figured Mayrun's razor was much lower because of that ridiculous enchant. Right. Extra yeah. pounds don't do anything. Yeah, the extra pounds. <laughs> all, extra, all that extra weight doesn't amount to much. It's wild to me that uh, the dagger weighs seven pounds when this longsword is like two and a half pounds. Yeah. Right. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it never says pounds. Oh, yeah. Right. To be fair. That, that is true. And, and if it's based on, I guess, you know what? Maybe we're taking this out of context to Falcon's point. Um, is if it you kilos? Look at, well, if you mm-hmm. look at um it just says weight and then it's a number. And if you look at the weight in the uh oblivion like book, the inventory screen that looks like paper, they're yes. little feathers. So maybe they're that yeah. many feathers. Yeah, maybe so that's how many feathers super there are. Light. <laughs> maybe it's twenty <laughs> feathers instead. Maybe. I wonder if there's something life. we know in the real world an actual weight for that we can use as like a like a grounding point. I mean, the average long sword weighs about two and a half to three pounds. Right. But assuming that it's not the weapons, like what if there's just like a, I don't know, an ingot of iron and an ingot of iron has a standard size and a standard weight. Something like that. Right. Then we could use that as like the, the, but then um, you gotta be like, okay, well, what if their standards are different? Right. Well, that's, that's what I was gonna say because yeah. we all Way agree on want. units in this world, so or I'm sure or they something all be as there. simple as like, um, I don't know, maybe we have the weight of a horse, cabbage. and then we can say like the average weight of a horse or an average cabbage. Yeah, like you probably I think, think something. That's don't they about. have height and weight of people? So you could like, okay, that's well, this maybe? person who's like five ten is weighs right. this much, so this should be right. The average, you know, male five ten, you know, human male weighs I think about like this much. Daggerfall so. and like some of the older games used to have stats like that. They don't anymore. Yeah. But sure. Well, this is, a, is oppressively heavy in Daggerfall. That's, yeah. Well, this is a wonderful question. Anybody who's listening and wants to dig into this more. Everything's oppressive in Daggerfall. <laughs> Not Especially wrong. <laughs> well, let us know. Let us know if you have any more insight into yeah, the weight that's system. Yeah, that's a fascinating like side this, thing. It's like, oh, yeah. maybe everything's super heavy. And it's like, no, it's talking like, yeah, it's 22 pedals. Like, it's not actually that heavy. What are you talking about? It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is like a potential really big like sleeper hit YouTube video, like the kind of thing you put <laughs> How out much there. Things way right, like like you do a nice little twenty minute video of like like a deep investigation of weights in Skyrim, and <laughs> somehow and measurements in people Tamriel. people just find it this for is, years, and then there's like yeah, a million this is views. Definitely a written and uncertainty episode, yeah, right? Maybe, maybe. A, maybe. a dissertation. Yeah, it's just well, like... <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Uh, but we got to wrap it up. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Thank you, chat. For being here let's go back through everybody please feel free to share whatever thing you got going on or say hey cool thanks for being here or whatever uh let's start with ben we're going through the list ben you've got shows i do i have too many shows um so yes you can find me on the robots radio network um with the shows that i host the holocron histories for star wars um Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy Lorecast, the Wizarding World Lorecast, and the Witcher Lorecast. So, so many shows. <laughs> and uh, you can also find me on Twitch uh, at Benetamaria as well, where I am trying to get affiliated and I am like so, so close. So close. So close. So close. You'll get there soon. Remember the soon meme? 
Yep. Soon. That's, soon. that's one of my favorite all-time memes of like just peeking over something. <laughs> soon. I had a friend uh, who uh, like I didn't talk to for years, and she just tried to like reignite our friendship by sending me those memes out of nowhere without any context. That one. That one and the all the things <laughs> meme. The all the things. Oh yes. That one? Man, these are old. These are old memes. Um, those are those are real. Yeah, we're turning to yeah. dust at the end of this episode. I'll bring up all these. <laughs> Five hundred years old. We've been <laughs> podcasting for centuries at this point. Uh, Rob, what do you got going on? Anything? Uh no, no, <laughs> no. Just playing like Baldur's Gate. Thought before it though. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I have like a lot going on, but no, nah, I'm. <laughs> You know, follow me on whatever, Rob the Princess. I am still a uh, guild officer of the PCNA guild for uh, the Lorecasters, uh, along with Jillian, who's de- definitely been doing a lot of heavy lifting for me lately because I'm still playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's about it. Uh, cool. Oblivion Project. Woo! Woo! Shout out. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Falcon, you're up next. You got anything to share? Anything going on? Uh, I, d- I don't do anything. I, this is the really extent of my online presence. <laughs> nice. Um, I am doing... So I have like three or 4,000 hours in Skyrim. It's somewhere in between those. Uh, and I'm doing my first mage run through. And yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's enjoyable. It's really... Backloaded it's really as a place it's style. really easy so comparatively yeah so it actually starts harder but then gets really easy so if you're already not yeah. having a problem with it prepare for it to get yeah. like autoplay i feel like there's yeah. i feel like there's like a mid like a 50 destruction and it's yeah. n- nothing yeah stands a chance yeah. now I, I feel like mm-hmm. the hardest point is when you go from just you know fire hosing things to like shooting individual projectiles and then missing yeah. stuff and you're like That's i should be doing more damage but i can't hit things because i'm missing my shots <laughs> once, now once you learn how to aim it's yeah once, once That's, yeah it's just do the cold magic and that staggers them and so you're just as long as you keep hitting them your enemy just keeps doing nothing else but get hit because yeah staggered. yeah yeah so that's always like the little bit of a hiccup until you figure out right how to it's just like that. and once yeah. once you get the pattern of that it's like okay and now just everything is destroyed forever yep yep, yep. <laughs> well cool man well thanks for joining us and then spartan spartan's got a new project talk about yeah 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 uh i'm one of the hosts of the elden archives which is an elden ring uh from software lore cast coming to the network uh, i'm in the rocket club doing that um that is we actually just finished up kind of everything for the first batch episode zero should be up soon which is just kind of like an introduction to myself and the other host and then uh episode the full episodes and all that should probably be out by the next time we're doing this next month yeah by the end of so, end of yeah. the year end of the yeah. year launching so, it that's awesome that's, out there. that's coming pretty quick and then other than that i've just been playing a lot of Baldur's gate 3 i think rob and i have two playthroughs now we uh do. yeah wow. <laughs> uh, and then i have like three or four others myself on top of that and then i've been playing a lot of uh remnant too which has been a lot of fun because i'm, and I'm glad actually that game got thrown in for not that the game awards like mean that much to anything but i think that game's up for action game of the year and that's not like a big developer so i'm pretty i'm glad to see those guys get some props that's cool that's cool yeah i i still need to finish Baldur's gate i, I got sidetracked and I, I never even got through the first chapter and i, I still haven't through. finished it i, I know that's a sin uh <laughs> i will i will keep that in mind rob because i'm trying there's a friend of mine i'm trying to get to buy it i'm trying to convince him to buy it on pc so we can play together but he might get it on I, xbox so we can play with his dad and his brother what's that all about who whatever i'm about to start my 10th playthrough <laughs> jeez i yeah. haven't finished any of them none of them <laughs> Amazing. good because the new epilogue update just Launch. yes yeah yeah new update for that uh it's it, it also lotus and i are doing this is if you're listening to this on the download version which probably is going to be go up on like monday uh you're going to miss this this weekend we're doing 
uh, a bunch of games. Lotus is probably going to lose a ton of sleep, and then yeah, that is that's the plan. Yeah. And then I, I'm I'm jumping in after Ark on Sunday, uh, and I haven't decided what I'm playing. Weekend long. I've I've, hey, I've been thinking Elder okay. Scrolls, but I've also been like, we oh, should just play some Baldur's Gate because that's cool yeah, too. Play whatever. So been chatting that out on my shows for you for this. I week. appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's for an awesome cause, so. Yeah, so fun stuff if you if you're here in the live show in order yeah, to Yeah, for any of you here in the live show, feel free to drop by and watch all of us play while sleep deprived and uh give away lots of stuff as we hit milestones because um yeah, it's it's just for anybody in chat and UESP as well as uh Zenimax has provided quite a few things for us to give away in terms of Elder Scrolls goodies. Yeah, so lots of cool stuff. Uh, make sure you're following Lotus, uh, Arcaneer, and then myself on Robots Radio, all on Twitch, all of that stuff. Um, Lotus, you have anything else going on? No, the big plan is just I've been trying to put my efforts into getting that organized. Um, and yeah, um, trying to get everything done before this weekend since I will basically be playing video games a ton. Oh, woe is me. But then dealing from the repercussions of not sleeping from playing so many video games. So, yeah, I don't want to do anything on Sunday like evening that requires too much thought uh, because <laughs> right. it's probably going to be a lot of fail otherwise. Right. All right. Well, good luck with all that. And yeah, uh, yeah of course, you guys know the rest of my shows and a lot of these people's shows all over robotsradio.net. Go check it out. Lots of content. And uh, thank you for joining us. And guys, thank you for being here. Patrons so much we appreciate your support and uh we couldn't do it without you all right everybody have a wonderful rest of your week we'll see you next time with another uh, regular episode uh stay safe out there and if you're wielding a sword make sure you're not fighting somebody who bounces the instant kill damage back in your own face <laughs> because then you're going to be mayroon's best friend you'll be mayroon's dagon you'll be mayroon's dagon see you later <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or Lotus of Doom at Lotus of Doom. Also, you can join us on the Robots Radio Discord channel. You can easily just search Robots Radio Discord on Google or check the description underneath the podcast. Also, this podcast is recorded live every week on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Robots Radio channels on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. So just search Robots Radio on any of those platforms come join us we'd love to chat with you while we record the show or before or after either way just come hang out with us and if you're looking for more information about my shows and the shows on the robots radio network go to robotsradio.net for all the information about all the shows on the network including the robots radio rocket club where i help both new and existing podcasters to grow their shows build their audiences and create the best podcast they possibly can all of that at robotsradio.net we'll see you next time